Welcome to another episode of the Ag Bioscience Podcast. It is presented by Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast, where we have in-depth conversations with the leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It's the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology converge. Big announcement to talk about on this week's podcast, so I'm very pleased to welcome to the podcast Courtney Kingery. Courtney is the CEO of the Indiana Corn Marketing Council and Indiana Soybean Alliance. Also joining Courtney is Paul Hodgen, an Indiana corn and soybean producer. And welcome to you both. Thanks, Gary. Happy to be here. Courtney, first of all, I think a lot of people, certainly in the ag space, know about Indiana Corn Marketing Council and Soybean Alliance. But give us a thumbnail description of the organization and what you're all about. We represent the 25,000 corn and soybean farmers in Indiana. And through the checkoff investment that those corn and soybean farmers make. We focus in a handful of areas. So market development, value creation, sustainability, and producer engagement. On the policy side, which we can't use checkoff funds for policy. So on the policy side, we focus on advocating for farmer and producer issues, both state and federally. I mentioned off the top, a big announcement. This is a big initiative. It is the Producer-Led Innovation Challenges, hosted by Agrinovis Indiana, presented by the Indiana Corn Marketing Council and Soybean Alliance. Talk about how it came about and what this challenge is all about. Absolutely. It's a brand new challenge this year. It is really creative, thought of, launched, and developed and funded all within Indiana, looking at Indiana talent and looking at the investment by Indiana farmers to bring solutions back to the farm. And the reason for that is that the ag economy here in Indiana is really entering a new chapter of growth and innovation. Coming out of the global pandemic, we need a more resilient food supply chain and new approaches to really fuel on-farm profitability. The farm and ag economy are being faced with really extended periods of economic pressure. On, on one side, there's pressure from commodity prices, from constricting demand. On the other side, there's increasing input costs. And so both of those are coming together to put pressure on farm profitability. So in that backdrop of these pressures, the farmer leaders of Indiana Soybean Alliance and Indiana Corn Marketing Council set about to find innovative ways to improve on-farm profitability. So out of that, this producer-led innovation challenge was born. So it was born out of a very real need on the farms. And Indiana's in a really unique position to bring together leaders in ag production, pioneers in software technology to fuel this producer-led innovation challenge to improve on-farm net income. Yeah, a little bit later in the podcast, we'll talk about the winners and big prices uh, in terms of cash uh, prizes, too. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about that in a moment. But Paul Hodgen, you're a farmer in Putnam County area, Rochdale, Indiana. You've also got extensive background in education. Before we get into specifics with you, talk about your background in both education and uh, how much acreage you farm. I grew up on our family farm, and after high school, decided I needed to go out west to to school. Purdue was just too close to home, which meant that I had to work on the weekends. My dad says that we took a map and drew a circle of 650 miles because that would be far enough away that we didn't have to come home on the weekend. So <laughs> went to Oklahoma State, did my undergrad and master's there, loved every minute of it, and then went to University of Nebraska for my PhD. All three of my degrees are in agronomy. I'm a soil fertility specialist by training. From there, went to work for Monsanto for five and a half years. And then my wife is from eastern New Mexico and starting to have kids and living in a cul-de-sac and west side of St. Louis. Just, we need to do something different. And so farm was in position for us to come back in 2012 and she 
and I were both in a position to come back. So I've been back full-time farming since 2012. Talk about your operation, the acreage you farm, and I believe you've got some cattle as well. Some of the, the challenges we've had this year, you know, with trade wars and then the COVID challenges there, lost one of our big markets from, from the ethanol side of it. But we raise corn, soybeans. We got about 100 head of cow-calf operation. And we're now feeding and finishing those out ourselves. And due to the, the coronavirus, the demand for local freezer beef has exploded and we're selling to more people than we ever have local farm fresh beef and as soon as I get done here I gotta go take a couple into the processor so it's been mixed blessings on both sides of it this year but there's definitely still a lot of challenges out there which is yeah. why I'm excited about this this program. Well as you look at this challenge and in, in this this initiative why in your view is it important especially the timing you know coming this year? Yeah. There's numerous things you never know what what's going to be thrown in your way and, and every morning you get up to go farm. Farmers are, are a pretty creative bunch. Necessity is the mother of all all invention and we're always resource limited whether it's help, you know, finances, anything. So we've had to innovate a lot of things on the farm and there's a lot of time to, to think about things as well as we're, you know, working, driving tractors, operating, you know, always trying to figure out, solve the next problem. So this will come very natural to a lot of farmers and then on top of it's a competition. Well, it's a perfect recipe for success. Yeah. So Courtney, talk about how this competition, how it's going to work once you get things rolling. Yeah. So the challenge will be in three phases. The first phase is defining the challenge. And this is really the heart of the producer-led innovation. There'll be a group of farmers coming together and in a structured process, they're going to identify the top hurdles and challenges impacting their profitability. So the challenge and what's done is completely producer-led and producer-defined. The second phase of the challenge is the ideation phase. And this is where we bring in the talent of Indiana technology software developers. And those hurdles are shared with the developers and they start the work of developing proof of concepts. So through this phase, they'll work closely with coaches to make sure that the developers stay focused on what the producers needed. And they'll be building and designing new software solutions that will be then pitched back to the judges in the final phase, which is the judging phase. Judging is led by three farmer leaders. So they are going to be the key judges and they're the ones who will decide if the software solutions that were proposed most effectively and efficiently address those challenges that the producers led. So the producers start the process in defining the challenge, and then the farmers judge the process to determine which of the solutions are most efficient and effective at meeting the needs that they defined. And then coming out of that, there's a great cash prize. So $25,000 that will go to the winning developers, the winning pitch, plus a year worth of business coaching. So it's really a great head start for the winners to bring their ideas for and concept to life with that year of coaching and some seed money to get them started. Yeah, and there seems to be a really a, a technology theme, uh, innovation theme that's uh, woven through this too. So it's about, I guess, you know, production agriculture, but also technology and innovation and how that's an important part of the whole ag bioscience space. It's not just technology, but it's, it's innovation. It's how can we possibly use the software that they currently have in an innovative new way? How do they leverage and bring the data together, possibly in innovative new ways? And so there's a technology piece, there's an innovation piece. And as Paul said, innovation is really at the heart of production agriculture. It's what farmers do every day and the resiliency they face through all of COVID. As, as Paul mentioned, crops are still being planted, calves are still being born, livestock still growing through all of this. A, a great example of the resiliency of Indiana farmers is I 
asked Paul to participate in an event, he said, I can, it's calving season. Calves are still born through all of this. And it's that resiliency that we want to come forward in this. It's a technology challenge, but it's a technology challenge born and rooted out of the, the resiliency of Indiana agriculture. Yeah. Paul, farmers are eternal optimists. They have to be. Your vision for, for agriculture uh, here in Indiana going forward, challenging the year this year to be sure. But as you look going forward, your, your thoughts on uh, on agriculture in Indiana? It's going to be a, a very fun time to be involved in Indiana agriculture next 10 years with all the, the technology that's currently available to the farm. But looking at what is coming down the pipeline, having worked with an innovative company with you know Monsanto and some of the products that were in early phase uh, there that I helped, you know, was, was seeing, you know, are coming now and then some that are, that are still coming forward. The technology revolution on the farm, whether it's software, hardware, biosciences, we haven't seen anything yet. The ability for us to innovate is increasing exponential. So to ask me what the farm's going to look like in five, 10 years, ah, who knows? I mean, it, it changes so, so much. And it's just not always going to be large farms getting larger. It is going to be more diverse. Right now on our farm, I'm raising soybeans for three different companies specifically. And I think we're going to see a lot more of niche farming, even on, on larger acres uh, coming forward. But as as the consumer and their preference changes, we're going to meet that demand. And it's, it's an exciting time to, to be involved in ag, no matter what phase of the process you're in, whether it's planting the seed, the processing side, the innovation at the university. There's just so much activity happening that it's, it's really going to be exciting. And while so much is going to be changing over the next few years, there's going to be a lot that's staying the same. Uh, Indiana farmers are folks who tend the soil, who pull good things out of the soil, who care about the soil, who care about feeding people, who care about sustainably doing right. And that's never going to change. The technology will change. The innovation will change. But the heart of the producers, the heart of the farmers are going to stay the same. There will always be people who bring forth bounty out of the land, and that's not going to change. Courtney Kingery is the CEO of the Indiana Corn Marketing Council and Soybean Alliance. Paul Hodgen, an Indiana corn and soybean producer as well. Thank you both for being here this this week and for some great perspective, not only on the ag bioscience space, but on this really cool new initiative. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Gary. A great challenge for Indiana's tech pioneers to take on and win $25,000. Sign up your team at agronovasindiana.com slash challenge. And Courtney and Paul, thanks so much for joining us to share the big news on the Ag Bioscience Podcast, a weekly production partnership between Agronovas Indiana and the Inside Indiana Business. Remember, you can keep up to date with Agronovas by following them on Twitter and Instagram at agronovasin and finding them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube as well. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can share great ag bioscience stories like this one with more and more people. Thanks for joining us. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Kayla Chittister, Bridget O'Reilly, Libby Fritz, and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana Business news from inside Indiana business than any other source.